0: Today, we're going to learn about connecting with our doubles, overcoming the fear that's blocking us from our potential, both individually and collectively, and lots more. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz here with a brand new Conscious Conversation on Exploring Possibilities. We broadcast on journeyofpossibilities.com, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube slash Cheryl Sitz, and we will be right back to talk with Billy Roode in just a minute. Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance sits here patiently week after week producing this podcast and sharing his brilliance for our website and all of the other things that we do. Contact him about your IT presence. How are you showing up to the world online? He can help you get your message clearer and get it to more people. Tell us about it, Mario.
1: Well, thanks, Cheryl. One of the things that I can help with, when you have a website, you know what you want. You want where that graphic is or you know what text you want to update. That's one of the parts that I can help you with. How many times has a web developer given you a a high bill for something that you think is pretty easy? I have various type of programs, and I am very flexible in working with how to create a program that works for you. For example, I can do the work for you. That's one. But really, I love empowering you as the user because I know you know what you like. I can show you how to do that modification on that website. And... We can have even a hybrid program where I can show you or some of them you give them to me and we have a monthly fee on those. So there's a lot of different ways. Yes, I can do the hourly. I can do the monthly package where I do everything for you. But don't you want to be the one in control of your website? Those are the kind of things I can provide you, solutions that empower you. Find out more about them on MarioRosales.net or TechLifeBalance.net.
0: All right, now for today's guest. Billy Rude sees how our fears are blocking us from our potential and our magnificence and how we allow fear to overpower our energy. Billy helps us connect to our double, I can't wait to hear about that, to transcend this reality of the mind ego and enter the reality of the heart. He shows us how to transmute fear to love by creating the action energy necessary to dissolve it. He's the creator and host of fifty eight magazine online and you'll see a link to that right here on the description. And he uses that to synthesize teachings of pure knowledge and enlightenment for humanity. It's fifty F I F T Y, the number eight magazine dot com. Welcome, Billy.
2: Thank you, Cheryl. That's so nice of you, and thank you for the intro.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to have you with us. I think this is going to be an exciting conversation because I've had a peek at your website. You do a beautiful job of integrating our galactic truths, our spiritual truths, our human aspect, all of it, and I think it's important that we acknowledge all of that at this time. Don't you?
2: No, I agree, and it's it's there's so much to look at. It's also... A great way to kind of simplify all these things and how do we use that information and make it practical and helpful to our lives? Because that's, I think, where everyone's at right now. It's like, how do we now use this to create, you know, motivate us?
0: Well, and, you know, it's interesting because I think different people have a different way that they awaken. Some people I know Mm -hmm. are are awakening to their starseed truth, but not yet some more of the spiritual stuff or or whatever. So I think it's about kind of becoming aware of all of it and learning how to integrate all of it into our daily lives.
2: Definitely. Mm -hmm.
0: So how did you become aware that all of this was collectively your truth to the point that you wanted to put it online and help other people explore it?
2: Oh, that's a very, very, very good question. Um, I think for me, I had to go on this journey of like going down all these different rabbit holes from like, you know, disclosure to spirituality to even like conspiracy theories and then aliens. And all of this for me, I kind of culminated into this one realization of like all of these are different frequencies of thought. And these are all different vibrations that you could say of consciousness, like focusing on different realities that you can experience. And so for me, realizing that those are all different perceptions and realities that are available to us, which ones can we choose that actually empower us or can help us create a life that we really want to achieve rather than, you know, maybe like the past experiences that we all kind of came come to know of this kind of like struggle or, you know, this kind of lacking limited way of living so I think for me looking at everything and being like okay some of this starseed stuff is great but is it really pushing me to change or create the changes necessary to like create the life that I'm kind of envisioning now or is it kind of keeping me back in a way too so I think it's just being aware of all these different options and then thinking consciously of it as a as energy and if it's helping you to achieve your dreams or not. So, I think for me, it's that's what you said is very subjective and personal to each person in their awakening process. But I think for me to put it all online as an available option, as like a curation, I like to call it of, of knowledge that I've curated to, that has only empowered me. Every time I kind of like use the knowledge to think about it or it helps me to expand my consciousness and then see how I can make changes in my life using that energy or you know, are not focusing on it to change my life. And so I was like, okay, there's a site where I can like put that on in a very beautiful way that people, you know, can have the option to explore and expand their consciousness. But it's in a way that's curated that I feel for me is only empowering.
0: I like that. So uh, one thing that I've observed from people awakening in different pathways, be it the spiritual, the galactic, whatever, because I am involved in different communities that focus on different aspects of this conscious living... There seems to be a grief process that people go through in their awakening where many of them say, but I want to go back to my home world or I want to stay out there in spirit or I want to stay in meditation. There seems to be a resistance that comes with that to coming back and bringing that to life in the human world here on earth. Did you Mm -hmm. go through that? And what do you have on your website that can help us move through that?
1: Oh,
2: yeah. I feel like I'm still kind of in that process where I think maybe the past year just being aware of all this information has started this healing or recovery process, I guess you could say. Um, and I think for me, it's like the, this feeling, this like painful, fearful change that we are going through. I think it's due to this old state of consciousness and we're evolving to like a new state of consciousness where it's more empowering or we're more of a creator of a reality than a victim. And so I think just by that act of us evolving and changing our consciousness, like day to day with this information is that painful, like rebirth process, you know? And for me, I always describe it as the whole visual of a caterpillar and the crystallis and then metamorphosizing into a butterfly. It's like dreaming a new dream. So I think that's what's happening to us and that, evolution process is just really scary because it's like a brand new way of living your life or um, experiencing life and so I think that's what I've been going through to identify where it's like why it's happening and it's and it's helped me to be less of a victim to it because I'm realizing that it's just this old state of consciousness that is totally not even dying it's just changing and evolving into something that is more in line to like maybe who we are or where we're going or we're aiming for. But it's, it's scary as hell, because we haven't necessarily experienced this yet.
0: Right? It's I'm, like
2: in the middle of creation. Yes.
0: I love how you said from a victim consciousness to a creator consciousness. That's absolutely mm-hmm. true. And I think that that level of empowerment is why we have all of this to begin with. It's just for us to embrace and step into. And that veil that keeps us maybe less comfortable doing that is a veil of fear. And it's mm-hmm. funny how the more we move through that, the less we seem to have to be afraid of it. Fear's a funny thing, right? Because it looks like there's a giant when you're looking at it. And then when you look mm-hmm. back, it's it's the mouse. I forget who, who was talking about that analogy. One of the spiritual teachers that Mario and I laugh about pretty often mm-hmm. had a great tale about that. So it is facing the fears and stepping into the power. Mm-hmm was your was your initial awakening more around the star seed and disclosure, or more around the spiritual aspect?
2: I think it was a little bit of both because when I first started, I started to meditate, and then I kind of had a spiritual experience of feeling like energy behind me and then seeing energy. So that kind of started the spiritual part of it and digging deeper into learning about spirituality and the and the purpose of life kind of thing. And then just through, the information online I got into just conspiracy theories because I'm a very visual person I love movies and anything that sparks my imagination so that stuff always interests me because I was like Ooh, it could be interesting to like create a story with this or just get ideas creative ideas so that always intrigued me but then I've always felt like this weird energy behind it where it wasn't necessarily like make me believe more in the unknown it was more like Um, here's some scary things that are happening and you can either choose to believe it or not, but it's happening. And so that kind of made me aware of like how there's all these different groups of thought that are kind of like these little games that you can experience or not. And I always try to use this whole idea of um, all these different concepts of like all these different video games we can play. And this like this game of life is kind of like a video game to make it a little bit more visual for me. And a little bit more entertaining to see that, like, for me, those conspiracy theories in those communities are just different ways to, like, express thoughts of, like, I feel like just expanding consciousness into this unknown that's very controlled by maybe ego or, you know, like power. Like, you know, this idea of the Illuminati or dark government or politics and this these teams of, like, who's against who. I just feel like it's just another game of, like, duality consciousness of just, like, this. Good versus evil, or you know, yin and yang energy. Where I feel like the spiritual um, areas of thought are just about becoming one with everything and not having polarity. So yes. then, it's for me, it was like balancing those two and seeing what actually helped me or not. And I think now I'm much more moving into the spiritual aspect and sharing this information in a in a practical way that people can understand it that don't know anything about this to just be like, oh, okay, this is not As scary and mystical as it maybe used to be it's just a little bit it's a new way of thinking that's just completely new and it's like evolving every day and so i'm trying to choose a good way to um share it that's very easy to get and understand so then people are less afraid of it and can see the value of at least just thinking about it to help evolve and expand your consciousness
0: yeah, I think you're doing a great job with that. I wanna just mention, because we've heard some different sounds, that you you're doing this work about becoming centered, acknowledging our greater truths in a in a kind of a busy area, right? We've heard horns and dogs and so so you're in a city doing this. You're not off in some remote mountaintop telling us that we can find our Zen.
2: <laughs> no, I'm in like in the heart of Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And like the most diverse and like very out loud, spoken people you can think
0: of. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way so, yeah, to do to, it! Trying
2: to balance that and do this <laughs> is very difficult at times, but it's also like a good contrast for me. Also, you know, yeah. it took it took a while for me to adapt to it because I used to live in Chicago. It's definitely less. It's got a different energy, but here there's just so much more inspiration and motivation because you can relate to everyone that you see on the street, and they're all strangers. So it's definitely. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: anybody can go to a mountaintop and find their Zen. I mean, if you get away from everything enough, long enough, you can settle down and go, ah, you know, but to be able to do that where you are, I commend you. That's great.
2: Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Totally.
0: (laughs) Well, I want to ask you about the double thing. So what do you mean by mean by you help all of us find our doubles so that we can advance through that path? What is that?
2: Well, um, yeah, I'm so glad you asked that. So from my experience and this knowledge of a double, it's kind of like the um, what the Native Americans and shamans kind of teach and talk about and the monks in Tibet. So your double is your spirit. And so your spirit is kind of like what you would call your auric field. And it's basically um, the connection that we have to, you know, the force that you could say, the energy all around this, this like uh, quantum field. And what I in learning from all this and how to teach how to connect people to their spirit or this double, you could say is that um, what connects us to our spirit is our heart and with our heart is where our soul sits. And so we have to raise our energy from this idea of chakras and seals or energy centers to connect to our heart basically. And so we've been living in these bottom three energy centers that have been kind of like the animal side of a human being like what kind of like i'm talking about the animal kingdom is based upon this idea of survival and um you know like power and becoming uh, like the head of an animal kingdom but that kind of exists in us at these three energy centers but then if we evolve and reach this fourth energy center and we connect to our soul it's what connects us to our spirit and like raising our energy and consciousness Because if you start thinking of these energy centers as maybe different states of consciousness, um, when we get to the fourth, what I kind of like to help people when they come to me for sessions or just kind of like um, figuring out how to use this info to help their life. I always say that, you know, depending on a relationship or if something that you want in life, um, just think of your heartbeat and try to be aware of that every day. Because if you can connect to this place for like just a little bit of time and connect to your soul, everyone has this other part of themselves that you could say like this this soulmate and so if you can be conscious of this connection and what you feed it or what you kind of spend your focus on you can either attract or push away maybe your significant other or anything that you're kind of imagining that you want in your life and so i always say like think of think of that when you're awake in your daily life in your like conscious mind what are you thinking of or what are you feeling because that is what your soul is feeling 24-7. It's like recording everything. And that is your connection to your spirit and your double. Which then is more of an unlimited way of experiencing this reality and life. So I just try to help people connect to this this concept and this idea of this spirit or this double that is basically like hugging you. And kind of helping you experience this life every day. But we're unaware of this this attachment or this um, this connection that's available all the time. So I just try to help use that as a concept that there's a way to kind of fulfill every dream and every wish that you want to manifest or experience in your life. And all you have to do is kind of connect to yourself in this way. And this idea of um, another part of you is like looking out for you, but you just don't know it yet. And so that's what I mean by connecting to this double that is kind of being fed by everything you experience in life and then if you're if you're aware of that maybe this connection that you can have can be a lot deeper than you can kind of understand right now
0: I just love that and let me tell you why I love that so much okay I've never <laughs> heard it put that way before but we tend to look outside of ourselves for what we need to complete us, to strengthen us, to empower us, to give us confidence. We look for all of these things out because our eyes look out, our ears hear out. All of our mm-hmm. senses are named, are, are directed outward. So we spend most of our lives looking for everything that we feel we need outside of us in a partner, in, in a practice. And it's so true that our higher self is our best completion aspect. Mm -hmm. If we can look Mm -hmm. to the self through the heart, we will find what we think we need out there to complete us. That is exactly the message that we're ready to hear at this point in our evolution.
2: Mm -hmm. No, totally. And I'm I'm especially so excited and I love Mm -hmm. even this, um, this exchange that we're having because I think people are ready. Like you said, they're ready for this and open to this new way of um, perceiving reality and connecting in a much deeper way, because it's kind of the thing I find that really most uh, fascinating thing about this journey that I'm on is that I love this idea of basically Christ consciousness or the story of Jesus and in the Bible, but I've always wanted to experience that for myself. So I'm trying to use 58 as kind of a reflection of my consciousness to share my journey of achieving or attaining Christ consciousness through um, expanding my awareness of this information and how it can empower you and why it is scary. Cause I feel like this is what everyone is talking about this, you know, the second wave or the second um, coming of, of Christ. I feel like there's so many people that are teaching this concept of you are the creator of your reality. And I feel like that's the basic premise of Christ consciousness, but it's also deeper than that so i feel like now we're kind of coming to this realization of all these people are becoming creators and they're helping other people change their life and experience things in a way that's much more tangible than people maybe think it is to to expand your consciousness this way because of movies and books it's kind of scary and mystical or like you know witchcraft or something but i think now when people are seeing people actually doing these practices and talking about it, I think everyone's going to be much more aware and be like, okay, this is actually um, not just a story in the Bible. It's like there's people actually living this and teaching it right now. So I think it's just a really exciting time for everyone to um, start joining in this kind of movement together.
0: Absolutely. I agree. And I want to add to that, that I feel like, we all want to be the creator of our reality and conquer the worlds that we want to conquer and be all that we can be. And I think it's important to also understand that we're taking on a great responsibility with that. Because if we are really creating our reality, then how are we improving life, not only for ourselves, but the connectivity to one another and to earth and beyond earth back out to the stars like there's so much more to that than just I want a new car or, I want a new house or I'm going to get myself out of debt those are great things but that is just the su- the surface right the superficial aspect of it mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. our reality is about really becoming empowered with our, our thoughts and our vibration and our emotions and doing good not only for ourselves but for the world and for one another I think mm-hmm. that's the greater picture that's at play here would you agree with that?
2: No, I totally and it's like a beautiful way to think of how we all can connect to each other and I think for me the um the most powerful kind of info about this and how we can create that together as we all are creating ourselves is I think that everything that we're trying to do like my website and every, anyone who's trying to create a company, everyone's just trying to create themselves and we do this through our job or through all the different sports or any kind of activities that we do. But I think in the end, when we look at everything in our reality, I always try to imagine it as everything that you experience in reality, what if that's your imagination pushed out? So everything that you experience is because you have created it in your imagination. And so this reality is a mirror to our imagination and ourselves because every person that we meet is a reflection of maybe the The emotions that we carry inside of us. And so if you can be conscious of this, every experience that you have, and the more aware of, like you said, your thoughts and your, your energy, um, you create this heaven on earth, just inside your body. And that's kind of like this idea of the kingdom inside of you is our body. And so you can create this heaven on earth by just thinking of your reality as, as your, as your imagination pushed out. And I think for me, that has been so powerful because there are times where I have put a lot of amazing things into my imagination. I've experienced it, but there's also times where I've created a lot of my own suffering from that and these dark moments in my life. And I think that's also a painful process of this awakening because we are the creators of life and that means the suffering as well. And I think that's a realization that I'm coming through that's kind of that journey of, like, the end of this this state of consciousness into a new, a new one, and that's the really scary but kind of painful and, like, you have to be very forgiving and very kind at yourself, even though at this time your thoughts are maybe the most, like, bizarre and mean-sounding, I guess you could say, because it's, like, it knows that that is dying and evolving into something better. So for me, it's, like, a very painful idea of this, like, you are the creator of your reality, because that also means you're suffering too. And that's why I think it's important that we share this information to only empower us because that realization right there is very hard for anyone to take, you know, let alone like a lot of people at one time.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and, and that's it. That's the compassion of it is we're all in this together. And, yeah. and the more I've gone into it, the more I can shift and shift and shift and shift. Like one moment I'm, I'm great on what I'm creating in the next moment. I'm like, Oh, or it can be day to day, even it's for me, it's been about coming to peace with the idea of flowing with it, whatever showing up for me at the moment, that's, that's my truth right now. And the next mm. moment, and because I, I even just wrote an article about this, the, the energies that are coming into earth at this time are also shifting, shifting, shifting us. So I feel like this is a time to get really comfortable with change. And that's right. something we have not had a history of being comfortable with as humans but that's what we that's what's going to get us through to the next level is allowing and embracing that change that wants to happen inside of us and outside of us
2: mm-hmm. right and yeah this energy has been crazy lately I don't know about you
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like the past two months have been like you okay it's time for you to change right now and here's here's like something in your face in order to do that yeah. so I think for me it's been very um like, it's a very fast, rapid process. Cause I feel like these videos that I've been creating just kind of, I've, they've been in the back of my mind for a long time. But I feel like just lately, in like the past two months, I've been getting this energy. It's like, it's the time to do it. And also, like, here's the time to not do things that you shouldn't be doing <laughs> <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, and then it's like, we think we get through that and, oh, good. I made it through that. Whew. And then here comes yeah. another wave, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. And mm-hmm. and really, I've been going through that since 2012 at varying intensities. And again, I think that's all part of that becoming comfortable with change is it mm-hmm. is a spiral. It's not just we fix that and we're through that and we're all good now. It's not one layer of skin. It's a constant shedding and shedding and shedding, right?
2: <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So where do you think 58 Magazine and Billy Root are going? What is your passion at this point that you want to express forward?
2: Um, Well, that's very exciting for me because I have always been a fan of movies. I love movies and I feel like they're expressions of states of consciousness or people's memories. And they're just a great way for me to visualize and kind of express using my imagination. So For me, I want to create a a film with this idea where anyone watches it, after you watches it, um, you can meet your soulmate. And so I've been thinking of that thought or thinking of this idea of what if you can create content that literally can change your life? Like that's the intention and your intention is to go see it, to do that. So what if I can create something like that uh, and build my content up to this idea where we can maybe use this information to really Create something new that we have an experience that has, that can only empower us. Cause I feel like that's the potential media has and like creating, um, any kind of art. So that's the goal of this to create, keep continuing creating content with a big intention to really create content that can change your life or up- empower you. So that's the goal. And, um, that's why I'm really involved with this knowledge and trying to be responsible with it and, do the practices before I share it because I feel like it's really important to understand this deeply from like an experience level because I feel like sometimes words aren't that great of a teacher like for me just reading something over and over doesn't really teach me anything until I actually start doing it and becoming like an initiate so that's where I'm in the process now of learning how to start thinking of content in that way and using this idea of energy sound frequency and vibration to create media that will be an evolution and empowering way to be entertained
0: well it is funny that that ambulance or, or policeman or whoever had found that time to come through it's it's right. all about vibration and we're shaking up things with these conversations so we can expect mm-hmm. some, <laughs> some interference totally
2: <laughs> totally that's so great
0: well, this is a good time for me to ask you why 58. You want to tell us about what that meaning has for you?
2: Yeah. So it's a funny story, too, because this first iteration of 58 was supposed to be a fashion concept magazine, like conceptual art magazine, because I am a fashion photographer and filmmaker. So I had a partner that we were going to launch this magazine together. And it was called 58 because it was inspired by like, Sputnik and this idea of going to space and exploring the universe for the first time. So that's the first concept about 58. But then my partner at that time, we kind of just lost focus and kind of split apart. And so I still wanted to do something with it because I was still excited to create some content that um, I've always wanted to do, but I couldn't do for certain clients. So I created one issue that was like this basically art conceptual magazine based on collaboration. And then from that, I went to a symposium over like my very first spiritual event, and it was called um, uh, the Ambassador of Agartha Symposium. And her name is Tamarinda uh, Massin, and she has a son, Teodor Massin, who's an initiated monk, and they have an ancient school of wisdom in Romania. And so I went to this event, kind of very f- first thing that I've ever kind of done. Before that, I just read a lot of Dolores Cannon books and kind of like searched the web and kind of researched things that way. So I went to this event and basically got my mind blown and experienced this new, different kind of energy that I've never really felt and felt kind of this deeper exploration of life that sparked in me. And then after about, um, after the first meeting I had with them in like seven days, I redid 58 into like what you see it now. And the whole idea of that was to create a a portal a platform where this information can be but it's but it's like shown in a very beautiful and visual way because I felt like that was a struggle I had was to find this information in a way that as a visual creative artist could take seriously Um, because there's so many websites out there that I have no idea who wrote it where they come from so I was like I just want to create something very visual for people and then I kept the 58 because once I understood numerology, I was like, oh, it was meant to be 58. It's about like building a secure foundation for the future, but with a less serious side that would alleviate like this idea of anxiety, of change, um, and create like an evolution of media from inside. So I just kept that idea of 58 from numerology and it really fit. And I, and I still feel like it was meant to be. So I just kept it. There
0: are no accidents exactly (laughs) how perfect so there you go (laughs) well i'm thrilled that you joined our harmonic convergence 333 group on facebook so that i could find out about your website and connect with you and i've really enjoyed kind of sharing some time in there with you where else do you go online do you i saw you have a private facebook group as well
2: yeah i use that um it's called knowledge seekers and i created just for people that Like 58, but maybe they want to share um, any deeper knowledge or info that has also been empowering to them, along with kind of little bits of information that I share every now and then to just get people interested in a deeper way of thinking and expanding consciousness. But other than that, my other communities are kind of based upon people I've met online or at these events. I've seen um, a few people at these events with Tamarinda when they come into town basically like three times. So I stay in touch with a lot of people through those events and then through like Harmonic Convergence, meeting people like you. And the internet's been like a really fun way to meet new people and kind of talk about this stuff. So it's kind of really out there in my physical life. There's not really anywhere I have that's like a base of people that I talk to. But I find even in my industry, the fashion industry, there's so many more people kind of awakening up to their job or is this something that I really want to do and becoming more open to this info. So I feel like everyone's becoming a little bit of attracting their like tribe and their community right now of people to like help each other um, change and make these little steps into this new, I guess, new way of living. Cause it's very, it's a very big contrast when I think of it. I don't know about you, but it's like, for me being a fashion photographer and thinking, my job was to sell clothes and shoot beautiful women and then get paid tons of money for it. So it was very, uh, it wasn't very um, spiritual. or have a lot of meaning to it. So then changing that into exploring this and all this stuff about the unknown and making that known has been a huge transformation. And the more and more I think about it, it's like, it's, yeah, it's happened since like 2012. So not even a long period of time, but yeah, it's, it's very, very, interesting time right now because I feel like people are relating to these changes that people are going through in their career and life and it's it's been different since I remember so it's just exciting to really see that that shift and change th- since 2012 I'm, I don't know about you but it's really cool to see it actually starting to to happen quicker right now
0: yeah yeah, I think it's cool too and and I totally relate to what you were saying because I mean, I'm down here in the Bible Belt of Texas and oh my God. you know, my background <laughs> wow. has been professional broadcasting and um and and the Christian Bible Belt way of life. So, this was a radical oh, wow. change for me to go to the jungle and work with plant medicine and wake up and go, "Oh wow, and I'm going to go home to what? These people are going to think <laughs> I've lost my mind." You know, and I did, wow. thank God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> It's amazing, right? Yeah, it's like I mean, more kudos to you to like realize all that and then still come out of it, like seeing the seeing the shift and the change. Because I think that's fascinating to me how people are changing.
0: It is. It is. And I'm glad to see some of it around me because I have to say for anyone else that's been on this forefront of awakening, it can be a lonely place if you're one of the only ones around in your community that has a clue what you're talking about and you're looking for others like you. And I mean, that's where this podcast came from. And the Mm -hmm. internet was such a saving grace for me to be able to reach out and find like spirited, like minded people to connect with for that sense of community. I think community is an important part of this is is having people to talk these things through and kind of help to integrate this information and put it to work for ourselves and and so i hope this show helps with that for our listeners as well and i really appreciate you joining me to help have these conversations too
2: oh, thank you so much for having this podcast and for having me it's like like you said i think the more and more we can talk about this and share it and people are open to it and can see how people like us are confident with it and it's actually helping us. I think that's, we're like becoming torches for these people. So thank you for yes. for what you do as well.
0: <laughs> thank you too. Well, so do you have anything exciting coming up? You want to let folks know about any, any events or dates or anything to share?
2: Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm sharing these uh, new series of videos where I'm um, actually creating original content with this material of understanding ourselves and reality and our consciousness so we can um, basically create these changes that we want in our lives. And so I'm really excited to share these videos because I think this is information that hasn't been shared in this way that is based upon my experience of it and how I've learned from it and how I think there's steps and practical tools that we all can take together to expand ourselves even farther and start to appreciate all of us a little bit deeper in a more loving way. So I'm really excited to be on this podcast with you to be able to share this and excited for this new content, because I believe this is a way that we can create media and content for like the the greater good and the biggest potential that we are discovering with it. And so I think the more and more we keep doing this, I think it's going to start really making radical changes in a faster way. So
0: So they can access those videos on the 58 magazine.
2: It'll be available online and my, uh, Patreon. If anyone wants to continue to support this kind of content, you can visit my Patreon and, um, become a member and subscriber there.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Well, I like to wrap up my conversations with folks by asking if you have a parting thought that you would like to leave the listener with today.
2: Yeah, sure. I would love to, um, leave this parting thought. Um, I guess the purpose of everything that we do and how we think of our life, just imagine your imagination and that concept of us as the real us. This idea of our imagination is the real you. And I think the more and more we can become aware of this idea and that we can uh, look at our life as just a mirror of what you feed your imagination and what you experience. I think um, this is how we can create this idea of this heaven on earth or more uh, loving reality based upon what we feed and experience in our imagination. So I would love to continue that exploration and that, um, that idea with you further. Um, and anytime you'd like to visit 58 Magazine, that information is there to help empower your imagination. And so I hope and love all of you. And thank you for listening to this conversation. And I look forward to future conversations
0: awesome so yes check out 58magazine.com let him know that you stopped by check out the patreon and support his work i think this is great thank you so much for joining us billy i really appreciate your time
2: yes thank you too thank you so much for having me
0: my pleasure and listener let us know what you thought of the show you can contact us info at journey of possibilities.com and We count on you for these shows to continue, so please show us some support at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support, and if you aren't in a position to support us financially, we would love for you to rate our show so that others can find it and benefit from the content, too. This is Cheryl Sitz, and we'll see you next week on Exploring Possibilities.